0: Embark on a sacred journey of a lifetime. Picture yourself at some of the world's most sacred sites with amazing guides. Places like Peru, India, Egypt, and more. Imagine joining spiritual teacher and author Andrew Harvey in exotic Sri Lanka or sacred North India in 2020. Well, you can. Travel next February and March with Sacred Earth Journeys. Go to sacredearthjourneys.ca and mention Unity Radio to get $200 off your trip to India or Sri Lanka.
2: with Rev. Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of the Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley.
3: Ah, Hey there, so happy to be with you coming to you from Salisbury, England, where it's 4 o'clock in the afternoon, and it's a lovely spring day. I know the United States is having wackadoodle weather all over the place. (laughs) It seems to be that kind of a year, so we, we don't let it bother us. Oh, well, let's relax into spirit here. I invite you to place your hand on your heart and turn within with me. So we take this breath of love and gratitude and we give great thanks that love is our true nature. Love is our true identity. And we partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self, remembering our divinity and the divinity of all life. So grateful and so thankful right now to declare ourselves the willing learners. We're willing to remember the truth that sets us free and to share those benefits of our healing and our expansion with everyone because we're one with them. In grace and in gratitude, we joyfully allow it to be. We let it be. And so it is. Amen. 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 So, if you're just tuning in, I'm Jennifer Hadley, and our topic today is divine will versus free will. And I think this is a really helpful thing to understand. And, uh, how it came to me was, as usual, I just open the book and I see where it opens to. And that's generally where spirit leads me <laughs> it's pretty simple and uh it it, it, it the book open to chapter 8 section 3 the holy encounter glory to god in the highest and to you because he has so willed it ask and it shall be given you because it already has been given I think this is one of the most helpful teachings. And for me, what I understand in this is that we've already been given the fullness of the kingdom. We've already been given the life of God, and that is unalterable. So it can't be withdrawn from us. However, we can, in our mind, put up blocks and obstructions To that understanding of our divinity and to the degree that we do we feel a sense of limitation a sense of lack so all sense of lack and limitation is because of our believing in lack and limitation one of the things I talked about in the show towards the end of the show last week is something that's been really coming up everywhere I turn is that So many people think that fear is a result of circumstances and even that fear is a result of how we hold circumstances in our mind. And yeah, but you know what? In my experience, fear is always the result of using our free will to energize with our beliefs, with our thinking, that which is not true. And every time we decide to invest in something that's not true, we feel afraid. So we can think we feel afraid because of what's happening in the world or because the state of our finances or the health of our body. But everything, everything, everything Is a projection of our mind. And so in this world, all we can experience is divine will. And we have the illusion of free will in this world. And let's look at that a little more deeply. So asking it is, asking it shall be given you because it already has been given. We've already been given the fullness of God. Our cup runneth over. However, If we choose to believe that it's not, we don't have everything. If we choose to believe in lack, if we choose to believe that someone else should be punished, if we choose to withhold the flow of love in our lives, we're going to feel lack and limitation in our finances, in our healing, in our creativity, in our communication, in all areas of our life. And that 's just how it works, and it works that way because divine will is always enforced it's not it doesn't even have to be enforced it's it's always in force is what I meant to say ask for light and learn that you are light all right does that seem hard or complicated asking for light in order to learn that you are light wouldn't it be wonderful to just As a daily practice, ask for light in order to know that you are light. If that's what we are, and that's the truth, and truth sets us free, and all we have to do is ask for light, and the light will dawn in our minds. So any sense of darkness will naturally disappear, because the light never has to argue with the darkness. No, the only reason that there's ever an experience of darkness is because we've used our free will to choose a block to the light. Yep. It's because we have a belief in the clouds that the sun doesn't always appear to be shining, even though it is. Ask for light and learn that you are light. If you want understanding and enlightenment, you will learn it because your decision to learn it is the decision to listen to the teacher who knows of light and can therefore teach it to you. Who is the teacher that knows of light and can therefore teach it to us? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is our higher self, the I am that I am. It's our true nature. It's our true identity. I love that. There's no process in our healing. We simply ask and it is given because it already has been given. There is no limit on your learning because there is no limit on your mind. No limit on your mind. None. There is no limit on his teaching because he was created to teach. Understanding his function perfectly, he fulfills it perfectly because that is his joy and yours. To fulfill the will of God perfectly is the only joy and peace that can be fully known because it is the only function that can be fully experienced. To fulfill the will of God perfectly is the only joy and peace that can be fully known. So if we're looking for joy and peace in any other activity other than fulfilling the will of God, we're looking in the wrong place, aren't we? If we think that joy and peace can be achieved by any other means, We're barking up the wrong alley. I don't know where that expression came from. (laughs) Barking up the wrong alley. Barking up the wrong tree. Where did alley come from? I don't know. Someone knows. Barking up the wrong alley. I think I've mixed metaphors. Okay. (sighs) Peace and joy are the only functions that can be fully experienced. So, what this is telling us is we can fully experience joy and peace. When this is accomplished, then there is no other experience. Oh, doesn't that sound good? Yet the wish for other experiences will block its accomplishment because God's will cannot be forced upon you, being an experience of total willingness. So, God's will... Is an experience of total willingness. Course in Miracles over and over and over again talks about our little willingness and our great willingness, 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 willingness. And if I have learned anything, it is true that our willingness is all that is required. And so total willingness is how we get to God's will. It's how we get to the joy and the peace total willingness to align with divine will. It says here, the wish for other experience. So oftentimes we do, we wish for other kinds of experience, don't we? We chase after other kinds of experience, other kinds of experience of thrills and chills, other kinds of experience of satiation, right? Feeling sated, feeling, uh, complete, feeling comfortable. Yes, we seek for all kinds of experiences and it's a giant distraction because the only experience that's real is the one of joy and peace. That's all that can be fully experienced. But we can't, and we can't experience it. Our little willingness is all that's required. The Holy Spirit understands how to teach us, but you do not. That is why you need him and why God gave him to you. Only his teaching will release your will to God's, uniting it with his power and glory and establishing them as yours. You share them as God shares them because this is the natural outcome of their being. The will of the Father and the Son are one by their extension. Their extension is the result of their oneness. Holding their unity together by extending their joint will. This is perfect creation by the perfectly created in union with the perfect creator. So, we're already aligned with divine will because divine will is the only will that there is. And how I experience this on a daily basis is that if I make an error and I choose self-cherishing, selfishness, uh, to a block to love, then I'm going to experience fear and I am going to experience suffering. And that is the thing, that is the pain that is going to wake me up to my wake-up call that I made an error in choosing the block to love. For when I choose love, I feel peaceful, I feel harmonious, I feel prosperous, I feel in the flow of the all good. And that feeling lets me know I am aligned with divine will. So when I use my free will, when I employ my free will to align with selfishness and anger and resentment and jealousy and greed and all of those things, it always, always, always creates some kind of suffering, some kind of lack and limitation experience. And so because of divine will, when I use my free will... To energize separation, I'll be suffering. That's how I know that divine will is always at play. Now, one of the things I hear all the time is people talk about what God wants. What does God? What does God want for me? What does God want for me? <laughs> if I only knew what God wanted for me then I could align with that. Uh, Many times I've heard people talk about being in a sort of in-between state in their career or things like that, and they say they're waiting to know what God's will is. But you see, our will is God's will when our will is aligned with love. So we don't have to wait to align with love. We don't have to wait. And when we're aligned with love, then inspiration is always flowing. And it is the inspired thought that is that sweet, juicy, powerful, wonderful experience. It is that joyful experience. It is that peaceful experience. So how do we align with inspiration? We release the judgments. We release the attachment to trying to figure things out and thinking, thinking, thinking about it. So often we can get uh, wrapped up in trying to make things happen and to uh, produce results in the world. And we're so far from that place of being in the flow and allowing divine will to lead us and guide us. So for me, I've discovered that the highest form of spiritual practice is to take my free will and align it with divine will. And the more I do that, the more I'm in a space space of love and compassion, and the more I'm in the flow of inspiration. And when I'm in the flow of inspiration, I don't wonder if things are good or bad or right or wrong because I'm feeling that flow of love and inspiration. And for many people, it feels foreign to be in the flow of love and inspiration. It, it's not something that they have any familiarity with. And I can say that it used to be far and few between for me because I was so judgmental in my thinking. And so judgment blocks the flow of that light, which is that divine communication with our mind. So grateful to align with divine will each day and say, thy Thy will be done. And that statement can be so frightening for so many people because they think, oh, if I hand my will over to God's will, I'm going to be punished. I'm going to have to suffer. I'm going to have to give up everything I enjoy. I'm going to have to give up the sensual pleasures of life. I'm going to have to give up everything that I have an attachment to and that has meaning for me. Everything that's a pleasure. But we don't have to give up those things. But in order to really align with divine will, we do have to give up our attachment to those things. So what's really cool is we can enjoy the sensual pleasures of life. But when they are an attachment, a craving, an aversion, when there's an addictive compulsive quality to it, then it's not being in the flow of love. Then we are aligned with the ego and we're really in that stuck place with the ego. Mm Mm-hmm. We all know what that feels like. It's so unpleasant. So how do we get to a practice of aligning with divine will day in and day out so that we know that we're in that space of connection and only good can come? How do we stay in that place of cultivating the willingness? Well, I don't know about you, but I... I recall that there used to be so many times a day when I would tighten up, physically, emotionally, mentally, I would tighten up and I would feel like I was in resistance and reluctance and withholding. And I made up my mind to really notice those times and to train myself to relax into love. And to give up my attachments to what I thought was good and bad and right and wrong and what I thought should happen or shouldn't happen in that moment. I had to be willing to give up my judgments and opinions on a moment by moment basis. It wasn't easy for me. And I was really grateful that the tension that I felt, and the anger, and the irritation, and the frustration that I felt pointed me in the direction of where I could align with divine will. And so I learned to relax my heart and mind and to open myself and say, I will be done. I'm only interested in the loving choice. Make it so clear. Make it so strong. That's all that I can see and all that truly interests me. It's a powerful practice. I'm Jennifer Hadley. And you're listening to, of course, Miracles on Unity Online Radio. And I'll be right back.
1: When listeners like you contribute to the Unity Online Radio Network, you're making a positive difference in your life and the lives of other spiritual seekers. To contribute, visit www.unity.fm and make a one-time donation or sign up for monthly contributions. Thank you for your support. We are all on the journey together, making sense of this life, finding our spirituality, growing and evolving. As we travel through this world, Unity Magazine is your resource for gaining a deeper understanding of life. Unity Magazine is on the forefront of spiritual discovery, with articles and features from leading authors, teachers, and philosophers. Stimulate your thinking and strengthen your spirituality with Unity Magazine. Sample a free trial issue or subscribe today at unitymagazine.org.
2: 1 p.m. Eastern, on Affirmative Prayer, activating the power of yes. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk.
3: I'm back and you're listening to Jennifer Hadley. I am happy to announce that we're just about to start the next Living a Course of Miracles class, and uh, if you aren't a member of the Living a Course of Miracles membership site, you can join for free. Everything there is free, uh, pretty much. Uh, well, certainly membership is free. We have study group support resources there for you. I've done a handful of calls about how to start a study group, run a study group, organize and market a study group. And I also uh, offer there uh, the Living a Course in Miracles free classes. And the next series is coming up. Uh, We're hoping to start April 10th. And we've got a great lineup of teachers. It's really... (laughs) Wow, we're going to knock your socks off this time and knock my socks off, that's for sure. Uh, Among the teachers, we have uh, Gary Renard and we have Colin Tipping and uh, we have uh, from Pathways of Light, Myron Jones, we have Dove Fishman, we have Robert Holden uh, and more. Yes, more and more. And our topic, Holy Relationships, Activating the Love. So we're going to completely and totally focus on relationships for all eight weeks, all 16 classes. You can't register yet, but that will be coming up very, very soon. We're almost ready to launch the website. Again, we're hoping to start on April 10th and... Gosh, we are just putting the final touches on the uh, Course in Miracles app as well. And uh, so all of those announcements will be coming out. So if you haven't already become a member at com, please join us there. Again, membership is free, and you'll get an invitation to join us in Living a Course in Miracles as soon as... The class is available, and you can enjoy the other resources that are there now, including uh, study group support and study group search calendar and more, much more coming your way, including you'll be the first to know about the app when it's done, the free uh, A Course in Miracles app a Course in Miracles app. It's not uh, listed at iTunes yet. It's for the iPhone and the iPad. It's coming to you. I have been playing with it for months now. And I love it. It is so helpful to me. What a blessing. So grateful for it. All right. So we're talking about aligning uh, divine will versus holy will. and <laughs> Divine will versus free will. What? <laughs> So when you meet anyone, it says in this Holy Encounter section in chapter 8, when you meet anyone, remember it is a holy encounter. That right there, my friend, is a way to align with divine will. When you meet anyone, remember it is a holy encounter. As you see him, you will see yourself. Why? Because there's only one. As you treat him you will treat yourself. As you think of him, you will think of yourself. Never forget this, for in him you will find yourself or lose yourself. Right there is the key to aligning with divine will. When you meet anyone, remember it is a holy encounter. As you see him, you will see yourself. As you treat him, you will treat yourself. As you think of him, you will think of yourself. Never forget this. For in him you will find yourself or lose yourself. And I love this next part. Whenever two sons of God meet, they are given another chance at salvation. Do not leave anyone without giving salvation to him and receiving it yourself. For I am always there with you in remembrance of you. So I'm always there with you. When you're the two or more who are gathered, the Christ is there with you. The goal of the curriculum, regardless of the teacher you choose, is know thyself. There is nothing else to seek, right? Because we are God. We are the kingdom. We are love. Love is the king in the kingdom. There's nothing else to seek except to remember ourselves because we already are the fullness of God. This is it. This is the whole enchilada right there. There is nothing else to seek Everyone is looking for himself and for the power and glory he thinks he has lost. Whenever you are with anyone, you have another opportunity to find them. That's how we find the power and the glory that we've lost, that we've disrespected, that we've devalued. We find it by seeing it and recognizing it and valuing it and respecting it in another That's how we do it. That is the glory of God. I feel that and it feels so powerful to me. The ego tries to find them in yourself alone. Ha 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 ha. Or outside yourself. Because it does not know where to look. The Holy Spirit teaches you that if you look only at yourself... You cannot find yourself because that is not what you are. You are all, the all in all. The Holy Spirit teaches you that if you look only at yourself, you cannot find yourself because that is not what you are. Whenever you are with a brother, you are learning what you are because you are teaching what you are. He will respond either with pain or with joy, depending on which teacher you are following. So think about it. Think about every holy encounter that you have, every encounter that you have that's perhaps not holy. Perhaps you can think of one that you've had recently where there was an argument, where there was a disagreement, where there was disrespect, and where that Resentment, that anger, that hurt, that fear, that doubt, that worry was something you were definitely projecting into the situation, into the circumstance. You're the one projecting it. You know it. You're the one who is choosing. To say, I don't like you, there's something wrong with you, or I don't like me, there's something wrong with me. All the ways in which we sully our connections and encounters and turn them into ego encounters. Think of one that you've had recently. And if you can think of one and take total responsibility for it now and call upon the Holy Spirit to assist you in recognizing the opportunities to choose love that you missed. And that right now, because there is no time and space, in your mind, which is the mind of God, You're choosing a holy encounter. It's one of the ways in which we can literally heal our whole life by when we think of something and we think of a situation with regret or resentment, that we call upon the Holy Spirit to make it right now. Because time and space are an illusion. There is only now. We can actually have that kind of healing. Ask and it is given because it already has been given you. So this power to heal at the level of the mind is ours to exercise, but we must exercise it. And with any kind of exercise, what is the motivating factor? What would you like? How would you like to feel? That's the motivating factor. So if you're not feeling good about some encounter, you can ask the Holy Spirit to transform it in your mind to a holy encounter. And what you'll be called upon to do is to give up your opinion, your judgment, attachments, aversions, and to relax into the flow of love. And inevitably, you'll be given another opportunity to choose again. Whenever you're with a brother, you're learning what you are because you're teaching what you are, right? Teach only love, for that is what you are. So we're always teaching what we believe. We're always teaching the efficacy of our choices. We're always teaching what we believe that we are. So, if we believe that we're inferior, that there's something wrong with us, then we're going to be in thoughts of lack and attack. And so, our every conversation will reveal that's what our thinking is. And so, we're always broadcasting what our thinking is, even with our facial expressions, our body language. But remember, We don't see with the body's eyes. We see with the mind. It just seems like we see with the body's eyes. But if the body's eyes aren't real, how can we see by that mechanism? So there's a holy sight, and that's what we're interested in. Whenever you are with a brother, you're learning what you are because you're teaching what you are. He will respond either with pain or with joy, depending on which teacher you are following. So choose ye this day which teacher you're following. He will be imprisoned or released according to your decision, and so will you. So if you put somebody in the prison of your attack thoughts, you have to go there with them. Yeah, that's the law. That's the law of cause and effect. If you attack somebody, you're going to feel attacked. The attacker always feels attacked. The judger always feels judged. And the lover always feels beloved. Never forget your responsibility to him because it is your responsibility to yourself. Give him his place in the kingdom, and you will have yours. The kingdom cannot be found alone, and you who are the kingdom cannot find yourself alone. You are the kingdom. We are the kingdom. The kingdom is love, and that is what we are. Who is the king in the kingdom? Love is the king in the kingdom. So seek only to love. And all else will be added unto you. Such a mystical, miraculous formula. Seek only to love. Why would we seek anything else? Seek only the kingdom. And all will be added unto you. What does all added unto you means? All the awareness of your perfection and your wholeness and your freedom and your joy and your creativity, your magnificence and the beauty of all will be returned to you if you seek only love first. It's not the way of the world, so we have to come out from among them. We have to be willing to say, I've tried the way of the world, it's not fulfilling. And for me, I really got to a point where I said, I am not interested in the way of the world anymore. I'm just not interested in it. It is not my way. And, you know, it was definitely a a big shift for me to move out of that and to move into disciplining my mind. Because in my experience, aligning with divine will has been the greatest decision that I've made, that I was only interested in aligning with divine will, has been the greatest gift that I have given to myself. And for a long time, I thought... That if I aligned with divine will, then that meant I would have to live a life of chastity and poverty and deprivation. And I didn't wish to live a life of deprivation. I didn't want to live a life of chastity and poverty. I feel like I've had many lives like that, where what good did it do me? What did I really get from that? Did I wake up from that? Did I uh, attain enlightenment from that? Not so much. So the idea of aligning with divine will for a long time, it just felt like deprivation. No, I want to use my free will to enjoy myself, to see what I can make, to see what I can do, to explore and to... Uh, discover. What can I do? But then I really realized, you know what? The doing is not as enjoyable truly as being loving. All the doing that I've ever done in my life has never made me as happy as simply the times when I felt fully entrenched in being loving, in being able to be loving without asking for anything in return, without expectation, without attachment. Those have been the most magnificent, wonderful times of my life. And so the greatest memories of my life have nothing to do with the situations or the circumstances. They are memories of feeling Or that it's not even memories, it's that connection to feeling the love of God. The greatest feeling in the whole world, to me, is to be aligned with divine will. Because then I feel like I'm truly aligned with myself. But it took me a great willingness and a learning to be able to discover that, to remember that and everything in the world told me no 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 and so it's really i th- i have discovered for myself that it really is true that if you seek love first and foremost then everything will be added unto you the feeling of joy and peace and harmony will be added unto you and the sense of Lack and limitation, and all of the unhappiness that is caused by living a life where you think that circumstances make you happy. It's quite remarkable how we can experience this healing. It's really remarkable. We call it forth, we accept it, we receive it, we share it with everyone. The Holy Spirit teaches you that if you look only at yourself you cannot find yourself because that is not what you are you are the fullness of God you are the oneness of God and so we look to our brothers and sisters to help us discover that and it is when we are the two or more who are gathered in the name and the nature of love that we do discover who we are and it's such a blessing Fortunately, our blessings are unlimited. That's right. (laughs) Unlimited. Our cup runneth over. Yes. Are we not blessed? This is Jennifer Hadley, and I'm talking about the difference between divine will and free will. And you're listening to Unity Online Radio. I'll be right back.
0: and more vibrant. Do you have a specific issue or topic you'd like to discuss with Coach Carla? Call in toll-free, Tuesdays at 3 p.m. during Vibrant Living, Life Coaching with Carla.
2: Is there a difference between the spiritual teachings you know and how you live your life? Does your day-to-day experience reflect what you truly value? Are you ready to receive your life and live the gift that you are? Join Janice Campbell, licensed Unity teacher, author, and coach each week as she shares inspiration and tools to help you identify and dissolve the limiting beliefs that prevent you from living the fullest expression of what you are. Talk with Janice live every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Central on Receive Your Life. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You've been listening to A Course in Miracles, living the love, walking the talk
3: In the introduction to A Course in Miracles, it says, this is a course in miracles. It is a required course. Only the time you take it is voluntary. Free will does not mean that you can establish the curriculum. It means only that you can elect what you want to take at a given time. So free will means that we can choose in each and every moment love or separation, union, unity, or separation. This is our choice. And really, it's our only choice in each and every moment. And unfortunately, no matter what we choose, whether we choose joining or separating, divine will is always at work. So there's that song by Alanis Morissette, that says you live, you learn, you choose, you learn, everything that you do, you learn. So that's it. Every choice that we make, we learn. And so it's a constant course correction. And I've learned that any time that I choose Something other than love. It's an error. It's an error in my thinking. And that error will produce a learning experience. Now, anytime I choose love, I will be choosing healing and I will also be learning. So every time I choose love is also a learning experience. This whole life, uh, this human life experience is really about deciding whether or not we're going to accept the atonement for ourselves, that there is no separation, and there never was, and there never will be. So we can take however long we'd like to come to that full realization, or we can keep experimenting and experimenting and exper- experimenting with separation but the fast track to learning and we're always going to all going to get there in the end the fast track to learning is choosing love over and over and over again and so for me i really moved into that place of deciding i am going to really look to choose love. Now, love is not needy. Love is not greedy. And love has no sense of lack. So very often, many of us in this use of our free will, we think we're choosing love and aligning with love, but we're actually in a mode of controlling and manipulating. So many of us, when we're thinking that we're being loving or that we're in a loving relationship, we're actually controlling and manipulating and judging. And why is that? Because many of us have been raised by people who were identified with their ego much of the time. And so what they were taught is that love is controlling, love is manipulating. And it's not. It's not. But it's it's a mental habit. And you'll notice that whenever you feel frustrated or irritated there's probably some thought in there that it should be different than it is. And particularly when you feel frustrated or irritated in relationships, and the temptation is so, so very strong to say that someone else is the cause of your frustration or irritation That is the perfect moment to stop right there. The minute you feel a little bit irritated, a little bit off, and you're moving in that direction to start justifying your opinions and judgments, justifying the withholding of love, with justifying the controlling and the manipulating that it's only for someone else's good. Whenever that starts to come into your awareness... You can recognize that literally your belief in separation, your belief in a def- a deformed belief about love is literally magnetizing and attracting those thoughts into your awareness. And they're so familiar, you don't even know what's going on. At least that's been my experience. So i I'm training myself that when I feel the least bit of irritation or frustration to drop into, ah, here is an opportunity to have a holy encounter. Here is my opportunity to have a holy encounter. I can learn from love, which is the fast track, or I can learn from suffering. So it's kind of like this. You can... Walk across the United States to get from the West Coast to the East Coast, or you can fly across. So you could walk across. God, I don't even know how much, how long it would take you to walk across. I know for me, I drove across once and uh, it took me it 3,000 miles, took me uh, 10 days. I think I did about 300 miles a day. And it took me ten days, so I can't even imagine how long it would take to walk it. But you can fly across it in five to six hours. So that's that's it. Do you do? You, would you like to make that experience of walking across the United States through all the elements? You know, walking through the desert, walking through the mountains and the, the wind and the rain and the cold and the snow and uh, all the different things that you would encounter. Or would you like to get on a plane and fly across and be there? It's the difference between learning through the ego, through choosing fear, through choosing separation, and learning by the Holy Spirit through the holy encounter. When you meet anyone, remember it is a holy encounter. As you see him, you will see yourself. As you treat him, you will treat yourself. As you think of him, you will think of yourself. Next time you feel irritated or frustrated and you want to blame someone else for your irritation or frustration, remember that. You will think of him. As you think of him, you will think of yourself. Never forget this, for in Him you will find or lose yourself. So when you want to blame anyone for your upset, you're making that choice to lose yourself. But when you're willing to take a breath and say, Holy Spirit, I'm interested in finding myself. I am interested in finding myself. Help me now. The kingdom cannot be found alone, and you who are the kingdom cannot find yourself alone. To achieve the goal of this curric- cur- curriculum, it says the curriculum, uh, then you cannot listen to the ego whose purpose is defeat <laughs> to defeat its own goal. The ego does not know this because it does not know anything, but you can know it and you will know it if you are willing to look at what the ego would make of you. This is your responsibility, because once you have really looked at it, you will accept the atonement for yourself. What other choice could you make? Having made this choice, you will understand why you once believed that when you met someone else. You thought he was someone else. And every holy encounter in which you enter fully will teach you this is not so. Yes. Power and glory belong to God alone. So do you. God gives whatever belongs to him because he gives of himself, and everything belongs to him. Giving of yourself is the function he gave you. Fulfilling it perfectly will let you remember what you have of him. And by this, you will remember also what you are in him. You cannot be powerless to do this because this is your power. This is your power. Glory is God's gift to you because that is what he is. See this glory everywhere to remember what you are. So I invite you to place your hand on your heart once again as we take this breath of love and gratitude and we remember what we are. We are the glory of God. We are one with God. And we are willing to have a holy encounter in every moment, in every relationship. And we are right now in this moment declaring that we are willing to align our will and our use of free will with divine will. This is the power. It's already been given to us and we gratefully accept it. We allow it to be sharing the benefits with everyone because we're one with them. Glory to God in the highest. And so it is. Amen. 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 Please go to com. You can register now. And as soon as the class registry begins, you'll be notified. I love you. Have a great week.
2: Like them, you can enjoy this extra support as you come to walk your talk and live a course in miracles every day in every way.
1: Somewhere, tucked away in the Unity Library archives in Unity Village, Missouri, you can find a secret treasure. They are the scripts from Unity co-founder Charles Fillmore's early days on broadcast radio. The teachings of Unity's founders, almost 100 years old. Now, for the first time in history, you can hear them through the power of the Internet. Join Bob Brock every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, for Unity Classic Radio, words from our past. The Voice of an Awakening World.
2: Inspiration only takes a moment. If you are able to safely turn your attention away from the demands of your activities... Quiet your mind and affirm. There is a divine plan at work in my life. I now relax, let go, and let it unfold. Listen attentively, inwardly, without projecting any thoughts about what you think should happen or be experienced. Become as a child, trusting and receptive to the guidance of spirit within.
0: This meditative moment, adapted from Mary Kupferle's God Will See You Through, Is brought to you by Unity. Embark on a sacred journey of a lifetime. Picture yourself at some of the world's most sacred sites with amazing guides. Places like Peru, India, Egypt, and more. Imagine joining spiritual teacher and author Andrew Harvey in exotic Sri Lanka or sacred North India in 2020. Well, you can. Travel next February and March with Sacred Earth Journeys. Go to sacredearthjourneys.ca and mention Unity Radio to get $200 off your trip to India or Sri Lanka.